Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Master Mark Zeroyanis. I am your host. I am a fourth Don Sabunim and the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. This episode is presented by Bet Online. We will get to that sponsorship in a moment, but today's episode is we are winding down 2022 and we are doing one of our most popular segments every year, top five martial arts films of 2022. Now these are selected by us based on our screening, based on our viewing. We try to view as many as we can over the course of the year, but we would love to hear from you and hear which ones we missed, which ones you agree with, and which ones you do not agree with. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back. Brittany Griner is back in the United States. And Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchups, info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, and boxing, or even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. But you got to make sure to use our code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. That is our network to receive your rewards. Bet online where the gaming starts. Now, as I said, let's jump into our list. It was a pretty good year for martial arts films. I don't think it was as good as 2021 in terms of the availability of films, but the film quality was really good. So, we have number five on our list. One that came in late in the year, kind of surprised me. It has a lot of defects, but it has a lot of positive stuff too. That's Bullet Train. Uh, Brad Pitt's certainly not a conventional martial arts movie star. This movie, directed by David Leach, who who fight coordinated on John Wick, uh, he did a lot of the action choreography for Nobody. Um, he has become a director in his own right, and he has done a phenomenal job in the action genre. This is a Japanese tribute film. Uh, about a agent who gets embroiled in a, he's an assassin. Uh, actually, he's an agent. He's not actually an assassin. And he gets involved with a bunch of assassins on, a, of course, a bullet train in Japan. Um, there's a lot here, a lot of fight scenes, a lot of fight choreography, a lot of humor, a lot of Japanese homage to Japanese cinema. Uh, Brad Pitt is very good. The movie is very lighthearted, although there are a lot of serious scenes in it. A lot of great characters and character actors. Um, however, because of the people that are in it, I'm not thrilled with all of the fight scenes. Some of it was too f- frenetic. Some of it was too uh, fast-paced. But overall, an interesting and engaging, unique visionary film. Definitely a high-budget film, a very high-budget look, special effects, not one of your smaller films. Maybe didn't live up to the hype, but still definitely worth seeing. Number four, another pretty high-budget film from Netflix, The Gray Man, based on a series of books. 
Uh, Russo Brothers, of course, uh, from the Marvel Universe, brought us a bunch of other things. This is sort of a spy-slash-action thriller starring Ryan Gosling. Um, the fight scenes leave a lot to be desired in this. I'm not thrilled with the way that they did them. Um, a lot of shaky cam, a lot of visual effects, but overall very, very good. Billy Bob Thornton, excellent. Anna Diarmas, of course, excellent. Um, Chris Evans is very cartoonish in this, but he's good. Um, again, I think for most people, a great action film, little John Wick style, little nobody style. But uh, from a martial arts standpoint, it made our list, but certainly I want to understand and relay that the martial arts fight scenes are definitely not up to at least my stand-up standard. The Roundup, this one is really, we're jumping from number four to number three. It's, it's a monumental jump because I really loved this film. It's a sequel to The Outlaws. It's part of the Crime City trilogy starring Don Lee. It is a Korean import, best to be watched in Korean with English subtitles. Um, he is great in everything. In this, he returns as Detective Ma. He becomes embroiled in this pursuit of a kidnapper and a killer of uh, South Korean tourists in Vietnam. Um, he is a no-nonsense, Dirty Harry-type Korean cop. Uh, funny, strong, talented to watch. The villains in this one are fierce. There's a lot of violence, uh, a lot of weapons. Um, there is comedic timing and there is drama, but it is really, really as good as anything you'll see in Hollywood today. And there's going to be a third installment to this. The first was The Outlaws. The second is The Roundup. I don't know what the third is called, but uh, it's the Crime City Trilogy, and I tell you to look out for that. Number two, really knocked my socks off, Baby Assassins. We got this as a screener from Welgo and Haya. Um, this is amazing movie. It is, comes out of the Japanese market. I think it's won a lot of film festivals. Um, it's well-paced. It's well-directed. It has tremendous comedic timing. Um, Akari Takayashi and Sayori Izara, I hate to butcher their names, um, they are just phenomenal in um, this this movie. And again, this is a movie, as you would imagine, based on the title that uh, is about really, really unusual. Two young female assassins who are trying to balance normal lives as being teenage girls growing up and being professional assassins. They play off of each other really well. They play off of each other in the, and the other cast members really well. The fight scenes are incredible. Um, there's a little, clearly some Taekwondo training in there um, for Sayori Izara, clearly Taekwondo pedigree in her fight scenes. It's well choreographed. It's well-timed. It has good gunplay. Baby Assassins is a fun, fun movie to watch. And then, of course, number one on our list, we waited for this. A lot of people have waited for this for a number of years. Scott Adkins' Hitman's Holiday I mean, The Accident Man, Jesse B. Johnson film starring Scott Atkins, written by Stu Small from a few years ago, 2018, I think, was one of the best. Um, we, we used the fight scene with Amy Johnson and Scott Atkins as one of our best fight scenes of the all time, certainly of the 21st century. 
And uh, this film does not disappoint. It is actually as good, if not better, than the first. On some levels, it's better. Um, it has a lot of fight scenes, a lot of unusual one-on-one fight scenes uh, that really, really escalate. Of course, Ray Stevenson is back. Perry Benson is back. Atkins. But I can't even, I don't want to give too many spoilers. Poco the Clown fight scene, amazing. And probably one of the best additions to this film, as I'm sure you've heard already, is Sarah Chang. She is uh, the wife of Vincent Sobrano. She is a martial artist. She was in the film Blood Hunters, which we reviewed. She is such a great addition to this film. The fight scenes between her and Atkins, which I highlighted in my review, reminded me of Burt Kwok and Peter Sellers in the Pink Panther movies. Just a blast to watch. This one... I went into this one with some hesitation because uh, Jesse V. Johnson is one of my favorite directors. We've covered all of his recent films. We've interviewed him several times, and he was not available for this one, so it was um, directed by the Kirby Brothers. It turned out to be a really good choice because this one is probably a little bit less on the script and the drama and the dialogue and more on the fighting and the fight scenes, which these guys really filmed a lot like a music video style. Um, Hitman's Holiday is a great sequel. I understand why they didn't call it Accident Man 2 because you could easily get sucked into this one without having any real knowledge of the first one. Um, cheers to Scott Atkins. Again, we've interviewed him. We've talked to him. He, he's been very gracious to us, but we love this movie. I, I added one to our list as a worth mentioning because it was, it did come out in 2021, but it came out and we screened it after our list had closed for 2021. A very different film from Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday. It's a film called One Shot, a very small movie, a um, Western type film. Um, there's a Guantanamo Bay mission, um, transfer of some gang of terrorists that gets disrupted. Ryan Phillippe is in it. Ashley Green is in it. She's very good. And the film is shot in one continuous shot from start to finish so that's why it's called one shot um i think you know i said in my review if it wasn't well executed it could have been a disaster visually horrible to look at but uh in this in this case it really worked um i believe they did a lot of that because of a lot of the things that occurred in the post-covid era that uh people had to make a lot of adjustments at that time so but um one shot is definitely one that was worth seeing. So if you get a chance, check out this list. I would love to hear from you. 2023 already starts to have the promise of some great stuff. We know that John Wick 4 will be hitting theaters. So this is Master Mark Surianis. I'm signing off. And please do not forget, this episode has been brought to you by our partners at Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.